0: Sleepy Hollow is a place like no other, a place where the forces of good and evil collide for the fate of the world. Prophecies foretold witnesses destined to protect us all, but will they prevail? Armed with keen insight and the ability to see into dark realms, well, maybe, Karen and Jamie help decipher the Witness Prophecies. Hi, Karen. How are you?
1: Good. I was so stuck you're, in a painting last week, I hear.
0: Yeah, I was able to find a way to get you out. Um, I found my own personal Katrina. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. I did. did? Um, and she's the reason why you're out of the painting.
1: I heard Barb and Justina were fighting to get me out.
0: They were. They were. They sent in their feedback and they wanted to let us all know what they thought of the episode. And I'm sure they were hoping that you got out of that painting as quickly as possible.
1: Yeah, I didn't have a chance to rewatch it.
0: N- Neither did I. Yeah. Um, so I thought it was, was it? interesting. I did too. What was it called? It was called "Pictura Infamante."
1: Pictura Infamante.
0: Okay, I'm not. I don't speak Latin, so <laughs> <You're
1: right. laughs> it just means a a defaming picture.
0: Oh, uh, okay. A
1: picture that is uh, defamatory to someone, usually something that is placed. Um, publicly to make fun of someone that is something i do know because i used to read tarot cards Um, and that is actually a pittura infamante that card Um,
0: so um that episode was written by melissa blake and directed by john leonetti leonetti i was i was going to destroy his name (laughs) because it looked like latin to me so (laughs)
1: leonetti
0: Leonetti, I gave that episode last week 8.5 possibly reconciled marriages.
1: (laughs) Okay, that's good.
0: I didn't Uh, give it 9 because it was a possibly reconciled marriage.
1: Well, I didn't have a chance to rewatch it. Um, And I went quite a bit lower than you. And mostly because of that face in the painting. Because that creeped me out. And the fact (laughs) that I was... Um, in the painting, which is also a euphemism for in the hospital, um, <laughs> seven <laughs> Munchian paintings. Uh, and if you know who Edvard Munch is, he painted the scream. Oh, um, yes. Which is that painting with the, you know, the weird face. Ah, with the scream. Um, so Edvard Munchian paintings. Um, that, so I gave it a seven. Um, that face creeped me out. So, yeah. Um, luckily, I didn't go into the painting until later in the week. So I got to watch that in the safety of my home. If I had watched that somewhere else, I might have had super bad nightmares. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Um, and the restorer, uh, I thought he was kind of creepy.
0: Yeah, he, I'm, I'm kind of glad the restorer disappeared. Because yeah, kind of. <laughs> He was, he was the kind of guy that would, um... He's nerdy, but he's not like a good nerdy. Like, you can't right. talk to him about Star Wars. Right. You have to worry about if he has a collection of dead girlfriends in his basement.
1: Right. He's yeah. the kind of guy that comes up with some sort of a, a copyright, a patent thing, uh, to make a device where you can fart and propel yourself, um... Like you know, some sort of a a propelling device. You know, like a, a Segway for farts that the far, a part, powered fart by powered by farts. Seg- yeah, that's the kind of creepy nerdy guy he is.
0: Wow, I wow, I went crazy creepy. You went like so I knew a guy that did creepy. that. What I knew,
1: I knew a guy that did that, and he was a nerdy. Minute. So there, yeah.
0: there's a, there's a fart powered Segway. No, he just
1: it, that was an idea he had. I don't know that he ever followed through with it.
0: If he followed through with it, I need to talk to this man because <laughs> it's been because
1: years and years. I, so I will
0: I will have my own penniless form of transportation <laughs> back and forth to work.
1: It wasn't penniless. <laughs> but yeah. I mean
0: I'd have to drink a lot of milk and eat lots of steak, but uh, I could do that.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he was creepy weird. Uh, and he he really had a crush on me. Oh. And I really didn't appreciate it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so now I know why it's been years. Exactly.
1: Hey. <laughs> okay. So yeah, uh, he was a crazy sp- kind of nerd.
0: Speaking of crushes mm-hmm. from last week, it looked like Ichabod and Katrina were uh, warming back up to each other. It
1: sure did.
0: Uh, so there was that what that little historical society dinner they went to and. Mm-hmm. Um, she was looking
1: pretty hot.
0: Yes. Wow. I mean, you know, uh, first it was Jenny a few weeks ago. Now it's Katrina, you know, I mean, they're trying to give Abby a run for their money. I know. For her money.
1: Big time, right?
0: Uh, but still Nicole Bahari.
1: I know. I know. Right. Well, uh, this was her week, I think. I mean, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But,
0: um, I have to say, I do feel a little nitpicky about last week only because, uh, the whole Abigail Adams connection mm, thing mm-hmm. that was kind of weird uh, Abigail Adams as like a little crime detective uh, using magic I mean as a, as a history teacher and someone who at the beginning of every school year shows a couple episodes from the John Adams miniseries HBO did about 10 years ago right. I just cannot uh, yeah.
1: in- not just that but she was in uh, Virginia right yeah. And they were very far apart, the Adamses. Yes. And Ichabod and Katrina were in, you know, Boston, Massachusetts. Boston, Massachusetts, uh, New York y sort of area, yeah. right? Yeah. Um. So she was not in a position to be visiting with Abigail. Abigail, yeah. That, that exactly. was like weeks of travel, right?
0: Well, maybe These, maybe days maybe a week okay depending on how you got there so it
1: wasn't exactly like you know a five-hour drive
0: back then. no it wasn't it wasn't like hop on the you know twa and right and get there like in a couple hours uh, and i I don't know i just and michelle trachenberg as abigail adams it's
1: a little pale and i'm and not it, talking about pale as in color i mean pale as in just not really she didn't do much for me
0: and what the hell happened to Michelle Trachenberg? Did she gain like 20 pounds or something? Well,
1: I don't care whether she did or not. But she I just do. didn't seem like her.
0: She didn't. She didn't. It,
1: yeah.
0: I think she's too young for that role.
1: Yeah. I, I'll go with that.
0: Right, but, but all these flooding back of feelings because of their, her friendship with Abigail is what led her to the belief that the, the man was coming out of the painting because they were right. trying to find the Serial killer.
1: Here's my thing is that could have been anyone. That could have been just any witch. Yes. It didn't have to be a historical figure. No, no, no. Abigail. Oh, Um, yeah, yeah. It didn't have to be any historical figure. It could have just been someone with a desk. Like she could have touched the desk and said, oh, I know the person who owned this desk. So trying to tie that back to a historical figure is unnecessary to me yeah and that's one of the things that takes points off i just it, you know that it's always reaching for me when they do something like that especially when like you said being a teacher that you know it's it's tenuous very tenuous
0: it's it's, it's true it's very tenuous but you I know, did cause her,
1: her desk wouldn't have been there
0: no, it wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have Anywhere been in Massachusetts. it wouldn't have been in, in Sleepy Hollow, New York, wherever. You Nowhere know, like,
1: near them.
0: No. It no. would have
1: been in Virginia, down here where I am.
0: <laughs> um I, I don't know. I I just and Abigail Adams like was so concerned with her husband not feeling respected as the vice president. Right. And and, and so concerned with, you know, like then. Making the White House like a livable place. Right. When they moved in, because when they moved into the White House, man, it was it was like a dump. Yeah. <laughs> and there would have been no way she would have had time to be like a little sleuth looking for nope. a, a serial murderer.
1: No, and she was working for the War Effort as well.
0: Yes, she was.
1: So I mean, she was busy and raising children and trying to take care of their farm, and she was doing all kinds of things. There's no way she would have been. Doing nah. stuff on the side, <laughs> like witch stuff on the side. No way.
0: <laughs> I still gave this episode high marks, though, because I liked the uh, I liked the detective nature of it. That and I liked the fact that you know we had Katrina and Ichabod together, figuring something out, and we saw more of a role for Katrina within this group, other than just a source of, you know, uh, strife between Abigail and Ichabod. You know, like, Mm -hmm. she actually has usefulness. And let's let Abby see that so we can get past all the... um, Angst. Yeah, angst, if you want to call it that. You know, and I did like the fact that we had more than one storyline, and Abby had her own particular storyline this past week. Right. Or that last week. So I like that. I like the fact that they're, they're mixing it up. The Scooby gang isn't working together all the time, and there's other things going on, because as other things happen, you can let the story branch off, and
2: right.
1: other
0: characters can meet other characters. and Complicated so is good in this yes, case. Yes, yes. I've, I've, I found that very refreshing.
1: Yes, it was a nice twist to the story, and I do like that they're um, making the storyline a little more complicated, but also dragging in... Um, Things that go along with the overall arc, so yes, that yes, was, that was good. I, I just I didn't like that n- unnecessary historical twist, and the when the face turned around and looked all creepy, it really bugged me. Yeah. So,
0: but all in all, a pretty solid episode.
1: It was it was good. Yeah, <laughs> you liked it a little more than I did, but then my my week was colored. So I think you can't I think really I
0: liked it because. Uh, you know Ichabod was all dressing you know 1780s, eighties seventeen nineties business casual and Katrina was dressing like
1: hot i updated mean damn it was
0: more than just hot topic it was like
1: no not hot topic hot. that was it was
0: it, it was like hot topic for women in their thirties
1: <laughs> yeah it was super hot <laughs> um, it was
0: it was it was hot yeah exactly topic. <laughs> she was uh
1: she has no no compunction about dressing in in modern wear no guys, not at all she was jumping right in there
0: she'll be wearing skinny jeans before the season's over
1: <laughs> that's right she's already worn them i'm sure
0: yes yes probably. and poor
1: echavod just cannot get into them so no and i think another thing i didn't like was the guy's name was hollister and i'm i'm from that area of california and that's the store Hollister bugs me because Hollister, the town, is just nothing like that store. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's kind of crap. So the town is just gross. So really? anyway, yeah, it's, you wouldn't want to live in Hollister. I mean, unless they've done a drastic thing in the last few years, it it just cannot be. It's not that great of a town. So anyway. Okay.
0: <laughs> Shall we move on to, to this week's past episode? Let's
1: uh, do Kali Yuga.
0: Kali Yuga, or I I was reading it wrong. I thought they were saying Kali Yoga.
1: <laughs> well, they discussed yoga. They
0: did discuss yoga. In this episode. This was written by uh, Heather. Rainier. Rainier and Sam. Uh,
1: it was written Chalsen. by her. That's she wrote the uh, story, and then the right. teleplay was written by Sam Charlson and Nelson Greaves
0: what's the difference between a, a written by and a teleplay? She
1: wrote the story, so she wrote the overall story and so then she wrote the arc no, the story like she wrote it down like wrote it down in book form almost okay. and then the teleplay, which is like writing the dialogue and all that that was written by Sam Chelson and Nelson greaves okay. so they kind of adapted it um, like she wrote the sketchiness okay and they made it into the screenplay, quote-unquote. Which means she just didn't have enough time. Basically. To to write it into the thing. Um, And then it was directed by Doug Akoski again. Again. He is Uh, the ever-present director.
0: director. What what score did you give this week?
1: I gave this one eight acapella shanties.
0: Oh, I gave this um, eight Shiva statues.
1: Yeah, that was a weird statue. I've seen should, those in many a home, though.
0: Yeah, I, I should have given it eight sort of living Shiva statues.
1: Sort, yeah. Sort of living. Animated. Yeah.
0: Animated Shiva statues.
1: Writhing weirdo statues.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, eight um, reptilian-making yeah. Shiva statues.
1: medusa e kind of weird. Yes. Yeah.
0: Because you you got turned into a reptile from that stuff,
1: right? Ooh.
0: Okay, so this episode was all about Holly, right? Kind of. Kind of. I mean, we had a we had a bunch of storylines going on we in did. this. Did
1: right? We, I would say this is their musical episode, and before we really get into it.
0: Oh, yeah, I know. Let, I know what you want to do.
1: Let's play this real quick, right? Because. Now we started talking about this already. This is Abby's episode and this is why I think, right? 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 Maybe. Right? Do you agree with me? Right? I right. agree.
0: Yeah, okay. Maybe I'm
1: crazy. To do karaoke all the time. My mom said she had the voice of an angel. Sorry for my howling there.
0: No, no, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, she's she's great.
0: Yeah, she was. She was very good.
1: I like doing this.
0: Huzzah!
1: Huzzah!
0: I thought that was like a Middle Ages thing, not a not a 1700s thing.
1: Well, he would know it.
0: Yeah, he would. He
1: was a scholar.
0: So, so we do have them in a karaoke bar at the beginning, drinking drinks.
1: Yes, and you wanted to discuss something about a musical episode, I hear.
0: I did! I would love for them to do an entire musical episode like Buffy did. Wouldn't it be great, like, if they just, I mean, just sort of lift the whole idea of, like, the demon that makes everyone sing?
1: I have definite thoughts.
0: Or maybe that demon from that episode of Buffy can show up in Sleepy Hollow. Th- then intertwining the Buffy Sleepy Hollow universe. <laughs> you know, right? And what we could do is then find out that some of the members from Buffy's cast have left, when they left Sunnydale, moved to the East Coast. Right, they moved to the east coast. Xander Zan- moved to the east coast. He moved to New York. He got tired of New York. Decided to move out to sleep. the sleepy suburbs of uh, Sleepy Hollow, right? And he gets visited <laughs> by the singing demon. Okay. I the- think I just wrote an episode of Sleepy Hollow. have no
1: definite thoughts. On this. I think I
0: I think I just wrote an episode of Sleepy you know,
1: Hollow. Every time I get involved in a fandom for a show, this is a common theme. Let's do a musical episode. Right? Right.
0: But I mean, musical episodes are awesome. My
1: reply is, why? (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I love music. I'm a singer. Okay. And that is not evidenced by my howling a few minutes ago. I am under the weather. I am on pain meds. So. Please do not take my howling <laughs> along with Abby as my proof of singing. Um,
0: You're just crazy.
1: It, maybe I'm crazy. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. I, I love music. And I think that Buffy episode was brilliant. And if done correctly, it can work. Uh telling you. Xander moves.
0: He and like this episode
1: was good. It, it was good. They were yes, at a was. karaoke bar. that was yeah. singing. <laughs> Done.
0: <laughs> That's who, who was the group that Ichabod said he was looking for from the nineties? Oh, I don't
1: know. Now you, you're gonna ask me that? I don't know.
0: <laughs>
1: I didn't record it. No, uh,
0: not the Beatles.
1: <laughs> I don't remember. Some sort of club, a something club, something club, yeah, I don't remember, but it was funny, yeah, uh, the Beatles from his time, or something it was that yeah. was very funny i I did enjoy the fact that they related through music that's yes. a common thread that they could all hold on to, oh,
0: and I mean, I really wish Ichabod had done the song that he said he was he should have done
1: right. <laughs> oh. You mean.
0: Woo! Yes, I should have done the one about the bass. About the bass. <laughs> <laughs> that one? Yeah, the one with no treble.
1: <laughs> it's all wait, about, a minute, wait, the a base, about the
0: bass, no about, about the bass. All about the bass, about the bass, about
1: the bass, about the bass. No treble. Yeah, I loved that line because it was so wryly said by him. That it was yes. almost completely under the radar.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Totally under the radar. And,
1: uh, you know, of course, you know, I picked it up right away because I'm into music. And I was like, did he really just I had to rewind it. Did he really just say that <laughs> he said yeah. it twice? Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Um, uh, so that uh, that's actually my anachronism because it, that it, is. it was just so dry and dark and under the radar. Um, and I'm not talking about dark, like, you know, bad. I'm talking about dark, like, you know, dark humor, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. So, Holly got called away from their night out in the town.
1: <sighs> okay. Yeah. I, I like this episode because Holly's in it a lot.
0: Yeah. And I know and you I, love hottie Holly.
1: I do. But I'm also torn. I would have given this episode, like, a nine, Except for the end. A nine? Yeah. Okay. Because of all the holly. All about the holly. About the holly. About the holly. Yeah, but the end. Bugged me. Uh yeah, but it's a, it's definitely a holly episode where we get to see a bit of his background why he's into the occult. And right. where that whole thing comes from. Uh, Camilla? Is oh Carmilla? Carmella?
0: Carmella, Carmilla, whatever her name was.
1: Yeah, oh, man.
0: Now, here's the deal. My nitpick about this is she was not old enough to have raised him from the time he was 12 to 18.
1: Well, unless she had lots of work done.
0: I mean, come on. She looked like she was maybe three years older than him, if that. (laughs) If that. She might have been younger than Holly. Who knows? Well, no,
1: she wasn't younger.
0: No, but still, she yeah. definitely did not look like. I mean, give us a woman who's ten years older than that, please. You could you could have found an attractive woman that was ten years older than her.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: yeah, it's ten years older than her because she looked like the same age as him. And I guess supposedly he's supposed to be what twenty eight in this series because he's been away from her for a decade, and he left when he was eighteen. Yeah. So he's supposed to be twenty eight. How old is she supposed to be? Thirty-eight? Yeah. You know so like, forty,
1: yeah. Carmella Pines was played by Jamie Murray. Oh, Jamie Murray. <clears throat> That's interesting. She's on Defiance.
0: I defiantly not do not watch that show.
1: She's uh white.
0: She's white.
1: Yeah. If you watch Defiance, you'd know who I'm talking about. She plays the main oh, character. Okay. She's very white. She also played H.G. Wells on Warehouse 13. Okay. Um, I like her very much. I knew I knew her from something. Uh, she is actually 1976. She was born in 76. Also
0: she's a year older know. than me. Hey, Carmela.
2: <laughs>
1: She's really pretty. Um, I like the ladies.
2: 76.
1: So is she old enough? How old's Holly? Let me check, Matt Barr.
0: I bet you he's older than her.
1: I don't think he is, but we'll see. 1984,
0: no. Okay, so that's eight years older.
1: Yeah. Not old enough.
0: To not old enough because when he was twelve, Although I would have made just, her twenty.
1: It's just guardian, though, right? At twenty, yeah.
0: It's a little iffy. It's
1: a, yeah. It's iffy. You
0: know, so I would have just appreciated someone who looked a little bit older than her, maybe yeah. a couple by it, a couple years. It would be
1: like older sister kind of.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: So it's iffy, but it's not. It's not 100% not, 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 not. Yeah. And that doesn't make sense, but you know what I mean. I know. I know exactly. I'm on she... pain meds again. <laughs> you guys, you need to. So. Excuse me a lot tonight.
0: <laughs> so Camilla, Carmilla. Yeah. And yeah. Enl- enl- she enlists Holly to. Um, break into the home of a descendant of the guy who Fort Knox was named after. Yep in order to get, and she lies, uh, uh, an idol that will turn her back to human because some people in some other country did some voodoo hoodoo on her and made her like half serpent, half human. Yeah.
1: That mouth.
0: Yeah, woo. Ugh, the the venom from the nails. So he breaks into the archives. Yeah. Gets blueprints to this house. And let's, trips off the silent alone.
1: I'm gonna be honest with you here. Yes. I watched it and I liked that storyline, but the minutia of it was way boring.
0: What, what what minutia?
1: As in, like, I got the statue. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm, you know. Yeah. I get it. Hey, I I have to do this and spare you to go and help her and I'm going to lock you up in order to go help her. You know, the Uh, overall thing I get. But the hey, I have this mark on my back and blah 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 blah, all that little tiny stuff. Yeah. uh, That was like, whatever. We Uh, wanted to explain so much. Right. That part was like, whatever. Not necessary. I mean, it was necessary for the story. Uh, I mean, I don't know if it was
0: necessarily necessary because...
1: No, it was.
0: She could have been just wanting to get an artifact. She could have been like, look,
1: I'm a monster now, but I just
0: want this artifact.
1: We need the weird snake people and all that crap in the Mm -hmm. show. We need it.
0: Okay. So, but they do break in. They do get the idol, right?
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Mm-hmm. And what was? Abby and her sister, Jenny, and Ichabod go to the party too and get in the party, but... Abby gets locked in the closet. Not Abby. Jenny gets locked in the closet by Holly. Yeah,
1: and she has I- to come out of the closet.
0: <laughs> and Ichabod and and uh, Abby get locked in. See now, and you're Fort totally Knox. glossing
1: over. I'm your, glossing
0: over a lot of stuff. You're
1: anachronism, though.
0: Oh, well, we, we can come back to my anachronism. I mean, do you want to do my anachronism yeah. right now? Don't okay. They, well, don't okay, they go so to the
1: party they go,
2: together?
0: They go to the party and they go in Holly's car because, you know, Holly's with Carmilla. He's
1: got an awesome car, by the way.
0: He's got a, uh, he's got a, what, a Mustang, right? Like a brand new yeah. Mustang? Yeah. And so, Ichabod is driving as fast as he can to the uh, party, and I think this is where my anachronism comes in. Yeah.
3: It's my first time driving a car with real horsepower. Can you blame me? Oh, and on the subject, is said
0: power referring to a horse of Arabian, Turkmen, or Barb breeding?
2: There is a difference. Whichever horse is fastest.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was a badass Mustang. I love Mustangs. It's one of my favorite cars. Muscle car. Yeah, I love muscle cars. I like Lovely. Challengers and Mustangs. Not
0: a big Muscle car guy
1: oh see, my husband is, and uh um growing up, I dated a guy who was from a muscle car restoring family, like a famous one. I'm not gonna Say mention who. Okay. who they are they're not they're not one that you would pull off the top of your head um right, but if you th- they do have names on cars every once in a while, so. Okay. Because I grew up in California. And he okay. um, he bought a Mustang the year that I was born. In the year that I was born. Um, like, you know, we were dating. And he bought a Mustang from 1968 in order to impress oh. me. And I was like, oh, hi. <laughs> yeah, I'll date you. <laughs>
0: That's impressive.
1: Yeah. It was like, already restored, though. He didn't do anything to it. This car is
0: as old as you.
1: Yeah, well. <laughs> It was a nice car. Um, <laughs> I remember I know. a lot about that car. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we don't need any stories, Karen. <laughs> okay, we can keep... the we Let's let those stories stay in the... in the Was it a Mustang? Uh, yep. It was a must. 1968 okay, wh- Mustang. 1968 wh- Mustang. What happens in the backseat of a Mustang stays in the backseat Rag- of a Mustang. Top, black all, ragtop, that, uh, white uh, body. Okay you pony interior i can't even stick my fingers in my ears cuz i'm wearing <laughs> headphones ah, la, 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 la. i'm not saying
1: anything <laughs> except what the car look like
0: yeah but i know what you're thinking
1: yeah well <laughs> just, saying. just saying uh to be young pony again pony interior <laughs> that's just disgusting
0: okay that's just that's disgusting that's what they called it I, uh, but what, I'm apoplectic! I can't I can't talk.
1: Because <laughs> it's called a Mustang. Okay, so I'm, just th- imagine, of and, uh, I'm just gonna imagine. I'm
0: just gonna imagine the Bahar Okay. Because
1: <laughs> you gotta talk to me. I know. <laughs> yeah, Mustangs are great though, and that was yes, a very nice car.
0: It was. It was a nice car. Yep. Um,
1: hey, and you chose that clip. That's all. I
0: did. Cho- I did choose that clip. That <laughs> was my sorry clip. About- Oh, no, I'll never be sorry about that. Okay, good. But, yeah, one thing I kind of liked about this episode is they did address the uh, communication problems. Yes. That were happening between Abby and Ichabod. I
1: agree. That is about time they needed to do that.
0: Right, because he has been pulled away by Katrina. He's trying to make this thing with Katrina work. I I still think it's doomed because he's got to be a witness. He's got to work good with Abby. And they can't be questioned whether or not they work well with each other, you know. And they both admitted they both admitted to not being forthright with each other about stuff.
1: Huge mistakes were made. Yeah. In that episode with the angel. And, uh, you know, those mistakes were both made because of Katrina. Yes. And that I don't know that they've really addressed that part of it.
0: No, they haven't. They haven't addressed that it is because of Katrina, and it is because he's trying to rekindle his marriage, which is why I think Katrina needs to go. Not because because I don't want Ichabod to end up with Katrina, and not because I don't like her character. I do. I like Katrina's character, and I really wish they could find a place for her in the series and make her a part of the Scooby gang, but I just don't think they've written it that way, and I don't think they will be able to write them out of that situation.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. It's just a weird, off kilter triangle.
0: It is, and uh, anytime you have a series where uh, you have a male and female lead working together in sort of like an investigative way, uh, it always to me harkens back to moonlighting. There's always that will they or won't they kind Mm -hmm. of thing, Mm -hmm. you know, like just with Sam. And you kind
1: of need there to be that sexual tension.
0: Yeah, you need that to to make it interesting, to make people keep coming back.
1: Do you think they might want to break out of that mold? Do you think they are testing to see if they can break out of that mold?
0: I don't think you can break out of that mold, honestly. You think it only
1: works with that mold. I'm just, you know, dipping my toe in the water to see if that, you know.
0: I think they're trying to see if they can, and it's just falling completely flat because... You can't go on for 7 seasons of Oh will my relationship with Katrina hurt my re- my role as a as a uh a witness and will my relationship with Miss Mills oh. who is a witness hurt my relationship with Katrina? You
1: can't no, do you that can't.
0: for that long. No. And, and what are they going to do? Have them all have some big threesome? <laughs>
1: hmm.
0: I mean, I'm um. not opposed <laughs> to that. <laughs>
1: no, and you can do You know, her and her sister helping him. Right. Right. But, yeah, marriage. Well, because. That's weird. Well, because they established.
0: They established in season one that there was some sort of romantic tension between the two of them.
1: Yes. A bit of tension. Yes. You know. And now they're backing way off. And they've also established that there is a lot of uh, head-butting tension between Katrina and Ichabod. And right. now they're really backing off of that.
0: And there's headbutting between Abby and Katrina. Right. And they're backing off of that right. as well. And I just don't know if that dynamic can last much longer because, for one, it's annoying. Right. And two. I kind of
1: wanted them to make a fist on those. Yeah. One way or another. And they've, it's like they've just relaxed their hand, but they right. haven't really let go.
0: And I remember. Way. On the, on the mid-season finale, we had that whole thing where Ichabod grabbed Abby's face and it looked like they were about to kiss. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you can't bring that stuff into the series and still have this woman that he's trying to have this, you know, romantic relationship with from his past. Right. You can't.
1: And You're either going to go one way or the other. There have been jealous looks. Yeah. And, yeah. I I have to agree with you on that front that they have really kind of gone for that and then they've also gone the other direction and I just don't know that they've made up their mind which No, they like have trying to go
0: they haven't and honestly since Nicole Bohari is the female lead and Tom Minson is the male lead Katrina in all of season 1 just seemed like sort of like a secondary character yeah and now she's become like almost a main character and I just don't know if you can I they have to do something about that situation or they will begin to lose viewers.
1: Right. Now, I did kind of like her as their, you know, in another realm character. But that has other issues. As in, you know, he's technically still married to her. So he can't move on. Right. So she either needs to be completely gone or completely in.
2: Which
0: is why she should have been made evil.
1: Or evil. You and just I gave stil- us a third possibility. Sorry and about a, that.
0: And I still think she could be made evil because we yeah. don't know where Jenry mm-hmm. is.
1: Right. Well, no, we got to see a little bit of that, too, tonight. That, you know, there's still a, a hint that she definitely could be turned because she she wants her son.
0: She does want her son. And what she did that little seance with um, Irving at the end to yeah. find out if, if he's still under the Horseman of War's... Influence, right. and I think she got an inkling. She yeah. saw the images of you know Henry. Je- what's his?
1: Jeremy Warman.
0: Jeremy Warman, but yeah. we, we call him that because his real name is what? Jeremy. Jeremy. Yeah. Jeremy. Jeremy Crane. Um, but uh. But so
1: I mean, if she has to turn evil to be with Jeremy, and that's that's where she finds that her sympathies lie. Right, you know, if she decides that her sympathies lie with um, Abraham and Jeremy instead of with the witnesses, you know, then I could see her turning bad.
0: And I, and I think either either get rid of her, kill her off, or turn her bad because uh, well, that would
1: make her character more interesting. I have to say that.
0: It would make her character more interesting. And
1: I could see where they'd want to turn her if she's magical.
0: Right. And the thing is, is here's the deal. Abraham's of her time. And the only thing she's embraced about this time is reality TV and dress. Right. She she doesn't really like the 21st century oh, all that she, much.
1: She is everything, doesn't she?
0: Yeah. And so she would feel more comfortable with Abraham.
1: Right. Right. Well, and she seems to be much more sympathetic to him.
0: Right. She does.
1: She she's so, very snooty whenever she talks to Ichabod about things.
0: She's kind of like derisive to him,
1: right? Very much so. Which you know, we'll see when we hear Justina's clip, actually, in a minute or two.
0: And uh, yeah, because he's trying to tell her in that clip about something of this time that he finds interesting and inter- and funny, and she what well, she's like whatever,
2: right? <laughs> I don't
1: yeah. Know. You know? Talk to the hand, essentially.
0: Yeah. And um,
1: yeah, she's just not willing to give it any sort of a, and it, it's funny because it's a woman's issue, right? And she's not into it at all. And,
0: and let me just get a little bit of my soapbox about why I think they threw Katrina back into this as a romantic mix thing. Sure. I don't think Fox thinks America is ready for a interracial. TV romance that comes on at 9pm on Monday nights between, like, in, the, in this fashion. Mm. You know what I mean?
1: That makes me very angry.
0: I, I, my, Not my, what my, you
1: say, what they think. What they that's think. what they think.
0: I mean, when you think about it, think about, are there any TV shows that aren't cable shows that are network shows where you see some sort of, the main characters that are involved romantically that are interracial? Scandal. Okay, Scandal, but that's also about a black woman having an affair with the president.
1: Well, yeah, but I'm saying they're in a relationship.
0: <laughs> they're in a relationship, but she's sort but of not like... it's a, yeah, it's not
1: she's exactly the, a legitimate relationship.
0: It's not legitimate, and she is kind of like the bad one because yeah. she's doing it with the president and pulling him away from the first lady. Right. So even though Scandal's a huge hit, how does that make Black women, a
1: biracial look. couple. Look. You know, yeah, how does that make bad. a
0: biracial couple look? Yeah. You know, like, oh, he's being tempted by the exotic black woman. Right. You know.
1: Although uh, they do look awesome together.
0: I mean, I'm sure they do. I, They're I, gorgeous together. I mean, I think Nicole Everyone Bihari, wants them
1: to be together.
0: I think Nicole Buhari plays Carrie Washington in her second life.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they look a lot alike, actually.
0: They do, don't they? Yeah.
1: I like Nicole Bahari more because I think she looks realer. Yes. Does that make sense at all? Carrie
0: Washington lost a lot of weight in the past couple years.
1: See, now you're all about the weight thing tonight.
0: (laughs) I'm all about the weight. About the weight. (laughs) No, I. I, No skinny.
1: No, I. (laughs) I like Carrie Washington a lot. Um, I just uh, she's way too sophisticated looking for me. Yeah. Uh, I like. People that look a little more gritty. Like, I like hey. guys that have scruff. And I like women that, like, don't look like they wear a lot of makeup. Hey, you I, know, they look more natural. And I just... I kind of dig that sort of real well, look. Well, I,
0: I follow Nicole Bahari on Instagram. And she's posted some pictures without makeup. Mm, she still looks beautiful. But you can tell. Well, and that's fine. With that. There's nothing wrong with that. No. Just saying. Uh, the, just that natural thing. I mean... Let's just say... I like Nicole Bajari over Kerry Washington because Nicole Bahari looks like I could have a chance with her.
1: Jamie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Kerry Washington, no way. She's like on the Oscars and stuff sometimes, giving out awards and stuff. I'm like, I'm never going to get near anybody on Oscars. You.
1: I'm ashamed of you,
0: Jamie. <laughs> Why are you ashamed of me?
1: Because you have a chance with her. You like her because she is... Amazing I mean, she's, and she's gorgeous, beautiful, and she has a wonderful personality, and,
0: uh, and, and all those, all those reasons, and because I probably and could. because you have a chance with
1: her. Oh, that's <laughs> just wrong. That's just I mean, wrong. hey,
0: that's how most men make the decision about who they're going to ask out on a date. See, well, I'll never have a chance with
1: her, so he, I'll compare myself to you for a minute, um, and this is not saying you're bad or anything. Um, I like Tom Meissen from Sleepy Hollow. I like Nathan Fillion from Castle and Firefly and things like that. Um, I'm trying to think of someone else. Uh, Well, let's just go with them for right now. Um, Matt Barr, but I don't know a lot about Matt Barr. Nathan
0: Fillion totally looks like a guy most women could have a chance with. No. Yeah, I doubt it. Yeah, no way. No, he's totally. so popular. He's um, popular, but I mean, and everybody loves Nathan Fillion. Well, I know Well, here's that. the deal.
2: But
1: Here's why I like both of them. Um, when I see them, okay, I like Chris Hardwick.
0: Anybody could have a chance with Chris Hardwick. Okay,
1: but again, I that's could have not a why with Chris I like. Hardwick. Him. Here's here's the deal. I like them because, and it doesn't matter what they look like, to be honest. Although that is nice. That they all look nice. They're, they're all very affable when I see them in their real life. You know, they're all very nice when they do interviews. Yes. They speak well. They're funny, charming. Um, they, they're all taller than me. <laughs> Except maybe Chris Hardwick is about the same height as me um which I dig. So that probably is the only really vain thing <laughs> that I have to say about them. But they all have really good senses of humor. They're all very nice, funny. They've all done something that I admire, like some sort of charity work or something of that sort. And uh they're all kind of nerds. Okay. And it has nothing, I know I have no shot with any of them. <laughs> so. Well,
0: okay. I, I like Nicole Bahari because not only is she gorgeous, she's a great actress. She could be a famous movie star if she wanted to, right she now, because be. the movie she did with Michael she Fassbender a couple years ago. She could. Be. Um, she, she's got a great singing voice, oh, Michael you know. Fassbender, too. I love her in, in Sleepy <sighs> Hollow, you know. Uh. But she also looks like someone that you know. If I was I out, out with. if I was out, say I was in New York City, and I was like, "Oh my God, look at all the Nicole Bihara over there." And if I approached her in the right way and didn't like be like, "Oh my God, you're Nicole Look oh how I'm so in love with you. Oh my God." <laughs> but if I approached her in the right way and chatted her up, oh, and was man. charming, you, she, yeah, I could probably have a chance. Oh, I'm just man. saying. I'm okay. just saying. Now we- I, maybe, maybe I got a big head.
1: Okay, we need to get off that talk. <laughs> but
0: I think, you know, I'm, I think she's the kind of woman... You, there are people on TV that you look at them and you're just like, man, nobody would ever because just look at them. And then there's some people you look at that are like, wow, they're really attractive and they're the kind of person you might see on the street that you could totally ask out on the date. Alright. If they were a normal, not famous person. I see. Do you know what I mean?
1: Anyone I have a crush with would never want to date me. Never.
0: Don't say that. No,
1: it's completely true. Well, number one, because 'cause I'm completely married.
0: Well, me too. I'm completely married as well, and I would never do that to anyone.
1: Right. But also I'm no beauty queen. So there's
0: that. We've gotten way off topic yeah. though. Anyway to that back to sleep. Now Hollow. you have an
1: insight into our personalities, folks. Yes, you do. And uh, at Jamie's least a I have the excuse that I'm on pain meds. I don't know about you, Jamie. <laughs>
0: Justina and Barb, you are free to call me a dog in your feedback for this week, <laughs> or a pig, or whatever.
1: No, you you're not. Her. You're not. Actually, you were quite nice.
0: Actually, I did take a lot of ibuprofen for this headache. Okay, there you
1: go. So it
0: so so could be permits. making me a
2: little loopy. One
1: thing I do want to ask is, um, as long as you guys haven't drifted off, our listeners, <laughs> um, is if you do have some sort of opinion on why. What is their thought behind why they are not making a fist on the relationship issue?
0: Yeah, why not, why not just figure it out?
1: Right. Are, why are they not choosing one or the other? Why are they kind of waffling? Um, and what do you think they're doing? Do you think they're going to go with Katrina? Do you think they're going to go with Nicole? You know, I I really want to know, what, you know, why did they decide to leave Katrina in for now? I mean... Do you think they're trying to make that work? Or do you think they have a long game? I'm just curious.
0: Something There's I want to know, besides the whole relationship issue, is what's the next big bad? Because...
1: Yeah, we don't see that yet, do we? It's just Monster uh, of the Week right now.
0: It's just Monster of the Week. And we were told, you know, like a lot of monsters escaped purgatory when the whole thing with Moloch happened. So uh, that, that buys them some time. You know, but I think that's they've had uh, what two, three weeks, and I think that is about as much time as they bought with that with that one line, you know, from right. a few weeks ago. Either you're bringing old Ryan back as a big bad because you know he was brought up again this week with the sigil and everything,
2: right?
0: Um, or you know this, you know, Coretta, whatever Carmilla she escapes at the end of this episode so maybe she becomes the big bad which i wouldn't mind seeing because that's kind of interesting cuz she has a, a connection to holly right which brings him into the story Plus, a little bit more
1: she's a she's a pretty big name actress although she is on defiance still yeah um even i think that show is either up in the air or canceled and i'm not quite sure but um yeah she uh that would be a coup if she could come back on the show. Right. You know. She's a very popular sci-fi genre actress. Yeah, I I'd, I'd be interested to see her again and that would mean, you know, good for me cuz
0: And the did,
1: return did of Holly.
0: Did she get away with the statue?
1: Mm.
0: You know what I mean and like Right. I would love for her and Henry to like join up and him be like, "Hey, let's right. turn a bunch of people into these like lizard so people." That might
1: that might mean another demon too. Yeah, you because know. That might be related to a demon. And um uh also one of the things I was wondering was what's the deal with the holly thing? Again, you know, I mentioned the last time we spoke, which was a couple weeks ago, it, you can't just switch sisters.
0: No, you can't. And they they addressed that this episode,
1: right? But
0: and Abby gave her a look, gave gave Jenny a look like, "What what the hell's going right. on? With you two now? Right, come after me a week or two ago."
1: Yeah. So, I I kind of wonder what that little jaunt off to the left was about as well. You know, <laughs> I get that they addressed it, but still, it was weird. Um, you know, did they decide? That that wasn't working, and so they just, you know, made a left turn.
0: I have no idea.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it's almost like they got a lot of flack for this season. We know that much, right? Right. So, were they halfway through filming this season and said, Oh, we're not getting good reception. Let's switch it on back.
0: I think they might be doing some of that, switching things around.
1: Yeah, trying to get mix, back mi- to the magic. Mixing
0: it up. Yeah, because here's the deal. they 13 great episodes last year. Huge breakout hit that no one saw coming. Right. They order 18 episodes for this season because they figure, oh, more of a good thing means more money because of sponsors. Right. Um, And then they just kind of... The season's been fun and it's been great, but it's just been kind of like... We're going to start with something, but then we're going to pull back on it. Then we're going to go back to it. Then we're going to pull back on it. Then we're going to go this direction. Then we're going to go that direction. Just please figure it out. Because if you don't, they're not going to come back. People are either going to give up on it and not come back for a third season. Or Fox is going to be like, wow, your, your ratings are going down. We're not bringing you back for a third season. Right. And do we know if they've been renewed yet? Not yet. No.
1: Not yet.
0: And being as it's going to end at the, like towards the beginning of March... I foresee them waiting until May when the Upfronts come out to decide whether or not they're bringing it back.
1: It'll be Upfronts, I'm sure. Yeah, we end on the 23rd of February. Okay. Just like last year. We ended early, and then we had to wait till September for the preview. Yes. Uh, The premiere, sorry. Yeah, I'm guessing it'll be Upfronts again, or they're just going to cancel it. It's going to be either or. Uh. Although, I think TV Line gives it uh, a, a a very strong chance of getting renewed. Oh, really? Yeah,
0: I think so. I mean, I'd love to see a third season. Because I think with the third season, they could really bring a lot of stuff together.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm thinking they might be headed towards a big surprise ending this season. And if you're talking about Katrina and, and, um, Jenry and what's his name? Irving. No. Well, maybe Irving, but the other guy too.
2: Hmm.
1: You know, the, the ex horseman. Oh, Abraham. Abraham. If they decide to get in league together and turn bad, and that is the finale. Yes. You know, that would be the big... That would be
0: a pretty good... That would be a really good cliffhanger. Because then you're right. like, oh my god, Katrina's bad now.
1: Right. Well, it wouldn't be huge for us.
0: No, because we saw that coming. Right.
1: But for people that don't, like, dissect everything.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: it's a... Yeah, TV Line. I'm sure you heard me clicking in the background. TV Line says, Sleepy Hollow is a sure thing to be renewed. Now... That's not a sure thing because it has been announced. It's a sure thing,
0: according to their predictions,
1: experts.
0: Now, here's the deal: Uh, we don't. I don't have the ratings for this last episode, but episode thirteen, the one that I can't pronounce, the Mm. "Pitura Infamante," that had four million one hundred ninety thousand viewers. Right. The week before that, Paradise Lost was 4,480,000 viewers. Right. Uh, it's been hovering anywhere between 4 million and, like, it started pretty strong with 5 million, but it's been hovering around 400, four hundred four million four hundred, and getting as high as four million seven hundred at some point. Right. Um, so, I mean, it's not getting a large audience by network standards, but it comes on Monday no, that's, night.
1: That's a renewable
0: That's renewable. Yeah. And it and, and honestly, it it's been competing with Monday night football for most of the season. Right. So uh that's one factor there. So I mean I think Fox will probably bring it back because it, it's getting solid numbers for a Monday night.
1: Yeah, that's it really is a renewable number.
0: And networks can't expect to get ten million viewers anymore. Mm mm. 12 million, 13 million viewers.
1: No, you so, really can't.
0: No, you can't, can you? <laughs> no. <laughs> unless, you're, un- unless you're CBS. <laughs>
1: no. Unless the you're the Big Day. Bang Theory or... Or The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead or, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so or I, I, uh, Game of Thrones.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Game of Thrones. Jeez. It's like a juggernaut. If, if, if TV shows were like biblical characters, you know, Sleepy Hollow would be David and uh, Game of Thrones would be uh, whatever the giant was that he had to kill with his slingshot.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, Goliath.
2: Goliath. Right.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm an
2: idiot. That's
1: <laughs> alright. Sleepy Hollow got a 4.37 million viewers uh, live plus SD. Um... Which would be the, the delay, right? And uh, that's a four share of one point five in the eighteen to forty nine demo. Okay. So it's steady.
0: So w- it's been we, steady all season. It's been pretty steady. Yeah, it hasn't it's, really had a huge drop.
1: It. They're gonna renew it. I'd say. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's a good earner for them.
0: We have to talk about Irving. Sure. We have to. Well,
1: if we, if we could do something before we move on to, to Irving. Okay. I do have another question. Okay. For you. Okay. And for the listeners. Okay. Um, there's a conversation at the end of the episode. We were talking about Holly. Yes. There's a conversation at the end of the episode between Holly and Jenny where um, Holly says, I have to go away. I betrayed your trust. And, um, you know, I, I can't stay. And, you know, he said, I'd ask you to go with me, but... And he kind of shrugs. Let me play the clip real quick, okay? Okay. And then I'm going to ask you a question.
2: You're leaving, aren't you? You know, as I put you in danger, you betrayed your trust. I, I can't be here.
0: I'm going to hunt her down. You know, I'd ask you to come with me.
3: Except you know what I'd say.
1: Okay. She says, except you know what I'd say. Dot, dot, dot. What would she say?
0: Yes, of course. Okay. Or no. Right. (laughs) Wait a minute. I'd ask you to come with me, but...
1: You'd know what I'd say.
0: Which is... Well, he doesn't want her either to come. be though. He doesn't want her to come because... Or
1: he does want her to
0: come. He doesn't come. want her to put in, her in danger, right? Because he feels like he like betrayed her, trust, and put her in danger. Or he
1: does want her to come. Or he does and want her he's afraid...
0: That she'll say no.
1: Right. So it could be either, right? I mean, because he also theoretically...
0: She's helping out with the whole witness thing and the sister thing. Right. And, and so.
2: So he could be he,
1: afraid of either answer. Dang so it. does he really know what she would say? It if could, we it don't could know, theoretically be either answer. If we that. don't
0: know, how would he know?
1: Right. I mean, really, I think he knows she would say yes. We hope. I think that's what Holly. D- to the me, doesn't seem like is
0: Holly. To me, doesn't seem like the confident enough guy.
1: Well, I just you know I think he doesn't want to ask because he knows she'd say yes, and he doesn't want to take her. He doesn't want to put her in danger. That's I'm, my thought on it.
0: I'm going to play devil's advocate and say he doesn't want to ask her because he is afraid she'll say no because his character is not all that confident.
1: Okay, so. That's my question to everyone else as well. If you want to give us feedback about that. <laughs> that's my question of the week. I was like, oh, well, he. Wait, what?
2: <laughs> <laughs> they're not answering
1: that.
0: <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs>
1: that's not right. <laughs> so that, yeah, that uh, if you have any ideas on that. Okay. It, it could be either way. Uh Yeah. So did I? Did I put a bug in your ear about that? Now you know
0: that's all I'm going to think about all night long.
1: <laughs> At least you already took the aspirins. Yes. You know that's probably my uh, psychedelic pain meds thinking for me.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh wow! Okay,
1: so let's go on to Irving now.
0: Irving.
1: Yeah, that was a. Uh... A very interesting turn.
0: Yeah. Uh, now, last season, wow. la- last season, he and his wife weren't together, right?
1: They were not. They were recently separated.
0: Did they, did they reconcile before the end of last no. season? No. Which I thought was kind of weird. He's like, I can come back home to you and Macy." Right.
1: Now.
0: Because before she was like, no, the job's been more important for you. In fact, they never even
1: came close to reconciling.
0: Right, so now all of a sudden they're going to reconcile because he was dead and now he's alive. To me, that's more of a reason not not to reconcile. Like, dude, not only did you sell your soul to an evil demon horseman of war, you died and now you're back? Yeah, get away. And the only person who says that you're clean and able to live in my house is a witch who birthed the evil demon? Right. Nah. Nah.
1: And who nah. was in purgatory for hundreds of years. Yes. Um, and is now who, very questionable.
0: Who could be just a plant? Right. No. 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 Oh, I just thought of something that could could be the twist about Katrina. You think she's a plant? She could be a plant. <laughs> no, and, and I don't mean like a spy, I mean she actually could just be yeah, a plant. Yeah, no, I get it. A plant. <laughs> did you ever no. watch Farscape? No, I did not.
1: Okay for those of you farscape fans you'll know what i'm talking about
0: but but yeah so uh yeah man it's like what what yeah i mean I just oh you get a clean bill of spiritual health from uh, a okay. witch
1: Shh. come back into my loving arms
0: yeah and don't have a reflection
1: nope
0: so frank irving is a vampire
1: yeah nope yeah, um, Justina says something about that as well. Okay. Nope.
0: No, so I think Frank Irving's a vampire.
1: #Hashtag Archer. Nope. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, either that, or he's working for ISIS.
1: <laughs> That's Archer I mean, as well. Archer's
0: Archer's ISIS, not the evil not the, terrorist yeah, ISIS. Not the terrorists. Please. Well, Please, FBI, CIA, federal government, do not shut down this podcast <laughs> yeah. because I mentioned ISIS. I was talking about the TV show Archer. Yeah,
1: they're they're I'm working for the CIA now.
0: I have a show. I have a funny story about a friend of mine who's a big Archer fan
1: mm-hmm.
0: here in Baltimore. She named her Wi-Fi
1: ISIS. Oh no,
0: ISIS headquarters. Oh no. <laughs> And she had someone from the government knock on her door. Oh no! Yeah, she needed to change that. Yeah.
1: Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh, that's bad.
0: It's really bad, but right? It, it,
1: she. I'm guessing she just said, "Well, it's from the TV show Archer."
0: Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, other than the fact that she was talking about going to the Middle East to allow herself to get no, married to no, a. No, no. To a freedom fighter. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. That's not <laughs> what she was doing at all.
1: She said, no, that's from a show called Archer because that's how you get ants.
0: Yes. Okay, good.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. So many in-jokes in this episode.
0: Yeah, Yeah, there are.
1: Yeah. The, no, I would never take him back.
0: No, After never. After all
1: this, no, never. Never. Uh, not with a child in the mix, no.
0: And it's kind of questionable how he's getting off, too. How he's what? Get, you're getting off of his rap from all the crimes. <laughs> just, 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 you, just, you, dirty mind. Stop how thinking. How he's
1: how he's uh, getting out of the charges.
0: Yes, yes. Stop thinking about your Mustang. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, how he's getting out of the charges that were he, levied he, against him. The charges were dropped. Yeah, I don't know. Charges were dropped. I don't know. It. Although, didn't they discuss that last week? I'm I, again. I'm hazy on last week. And-
0: Here's the thing I don't understand. If all this time his wife has been a lawyer, Mm -hmm. why the heck go to Jenry Warman? Right. That one line does not absolve them of that that inconsistency in the story writing. Right. Well, I wanted to make sure uh, uh, I I, I didn't have a conflict of interest, so I went with the outside source. Right. No, 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 Agreed. no, 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 no. He no. would
1: go to her first. He, you
0: go to family first, right. no matter how estranged you are. Mm-hmm. And if she is a defense attorney, wouldn't she want to defend him even though he is her ex-husband because mm-hmm. she, he's the father of her daughter? Or someone Hello. they knew, at least. Right.
1: They would have many, many, many friends. She
0: would have been there having conversations saying, hey, I have uh, these lawyer friends that want to help you. Right. You know, it would
1: not be just some weird guy that shows up and says hey,
0: exactly. This right, this is that big giant plot hole.
1: Right,
0: big giant plot hole. Right. So, do you think he's a vampire?
1: Well, there's something going on.
0: <laughs> he, has, he, he has. He's
1: not Irving right now.
0: He has no reflection. No. What are these genry?
1: Well, see again. I don't want to ruin the feedback. Okay. Shall okay. Just play it. Just play it. Just play
3: okay, it. Okay. Let me play it. Here's a Justina's feedback. Hi, this is Justina calling in for witness prophecies. Here's my cranism. And she turns the task into a leisure activity with a rather lively ditty. So she sings, she cleans,
0: she travels by parasol.
3: A modern witch specializing in housework. It hardly sounds progressive. Oh no, no. Miss Poppins seems quite fulfilled. A craneism with two cranes is double as fun. Now, some of the things I've been thinking about. One, we haven't seen Genry Warman at all since he vanquished Malik. And number two, Frank does not have a reflection in the window. So, here are my thoughts. Is Genry Warman somewhere controlling Frank remotely? We've seen him control people remotely before and I know Katrina determined that Jenry has no more sway over Frank but we've also seen before that Jenry's magic is stronger than Katrina's so is it possible that Jenry is fooling her to think that his influence is no longer over Frank so his magic is strong enough so that people can see Frank, and hear Frank, and even touch Frank. But maybe he can choose the people that he can influence to see, hear, and touch Frank. And he doesn't use enough power, generally. I mean, to make Frank completely solid and real. Or is the line between Purgatory and Earth blurred now, and Frank is not wholly in one place or the other. He's in both. Also, I'm wondering how many more episodes it's going to be before we get back to Abraham and whether or not he can be separated from the Horseman of Death. I'm glad you got out of that painting, Karen. Have a great week. I forgot my rating again. I give this episode eight and a half hilarious karaoke songs.
1: <laughs> so that's her feedback. Wow. Great minds think alike, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Jeez.
1: Some good points. Do you think he might be controlling...
2: He could be. Might have there's... to go
1: back and look and see if the horseman had a reflection. Uh, had a ref- had a reflection. A ref-
0: reflection.
1: Had a reflection.
0: Um maybe uh, didn't the didn't the horseman of war come out of a mirror? Ooh, he did. So wouldn't he like not have a reflection?
1: <gasps> Oh, Jamie. Just saying. Look at you.
0: Like, he could be, Frank Irvin could be just another suit of armor.
1: Look at you.
0: The suit of armor was destroyed. You need another suit of armor.
1: So, are you saying he is a horseman?
0: I'm not saying that. Because I don't want him to be. I want it to be something completely different.
1: Well, there has to be horsemen. Yeah. There has to be. I mean, it. They die and they come back. You don't kill off a horseman and they don't come back.
2: Yeah. I don't know.
1: They just they don't live on our plane anymore. They can try and rise up again. But someone else has to take up the mantle. Do you not read The Incarnations of Immortality by Pierce Anthony? No. Oh.
0: No, I did not.
1: Come on. uh, Yeah, the, there are incarnations... Um, at least this is the this is the uh, mythos of them is that they exist all the time. Uh, they are killed and and reborn. They just exist on different planes. Mm. So they always exist. They just okay. you know are different incarnations of the four horsemen. So, yeah, I mean we we would have to separate. Oh God, what's his name?
0: Abraham. Oh, thank
1: you. We would have to. I keep thinking Anthony for some reason. We would have to separate Abraham from the Horseman, but the Horseman would still exist. Right. And he would just have to go somewhere in some other entity. Okay, would
0: have to some take other over. Yeah, okay, so maybe he is the Horseman of War.
1: Right.
0: No, I I just I,
1: no, no Franklin. and goes, the Horseman no. of War was the Horseman of but, War. But the
0: thing is is he's no longer under Genry Warman's, but the thing is Genry How Warman do we know? Moloch was allowing Genry Warman to control the Horseman of War. So that well, could now, mean he could... could
1: have just taken over period without allowing.
0: Oh, that's true.
1: He doesn't need someone to allow him if he has full control, if he's in if purgatory. He's,
0: if he's killed Malik and he controls...
1: Mm-hmm. It's just a theory I don't know. I mean, obviously I don't know because it's just mythos. It's not real.
0: Do we know what's supposed to happen next week?
1: No. Not <sighs> really.
0: <laughs> I, I didn't get to see any of the previews because I watched on Hulu, so... <laughs>
1: Oh, the Fox site is always so slow. But anyway, um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on there. Um, Let me play this. I have one more little clip that I thought was funny. I'll play it while I look at the site and see what's happening.
0: Okay.
3: Okay. Kali has six hands, four of them holding items and two of them in specific positions. The symbolic language of gesture in Hinduism and Buddhism.
0: Thank you, yoga class. I'm still not going back. I'm, gonna go, I'm going back to yoga, especially if Nicole <laughs> Bahari's still not yoga. going back. <laughs> I'm, I'm, hey, if Nicole Bahari's in yoga class, that's the class I'm going to be in. <laughs> hey, Miss Bahari in your yoga pants. Yoga
1: pants. Yoga pants.
0: Hey, just saying.
1: <laughs> just saying. Um, let's see, episodic photos. Sorry, I shouldn't be saying this out loud, should I? No. Um, Spoiler alert! Yeah, next week <laughs> is. What is next week? Spellcaster? Is that next week? Is that next ne- week the second?
0: Next week is the Spellcaster, yes. Okay,
1: so next week is the Spellcaster. Ichabod and Abby look for a dangerous book of spells in the Spellcaster episode.
0: Dangerous book of spells. Hmm. hmm. Who does spells? Witches. Why do they well, need it? Well,
1: Katrina's t- in it. Okay. They go to an open house.
2: Mm, okay.
1: He looks for a dangerous book of spells. Katrina's grandmother was a Puritan in Salem in the Spellcaster episode.
0: Okay. Grandmother was a Puritan. It,
1: it's played by Katya Winter as well.
0: 1780s minus 50 put you at 1730s. I'm, f- I'm sure the Puritan is still around. Maybe I'm
1: not sure. 1692. 1692. Wait,
0: wait a minute. Grandmother in 1692. Okay.
1: Katrina's grandmother, Katya Winter, was a Puritan in 1692 in Salem, Massachusetts, in the Spellcaster episode of Sleepy Hollow.
0: A Revolutionary War was the 1770s. Right. So you're talking 80 years later? Right. Life expectancy back then was not that long. They're witches. Okay. Okay. I keep trying to find holes, but you keep...
1: They are witches.
0: They are witches. I'll
1: I'll give you... uh, That one is not hard to dispute. They're witches. Yes. They can live longer. Yes. Um, I'll give them that one. Okay. It's a dangerous book of spells. Uh, Katrina helps Ichabod and Abby search for a dangerous book of spells. Yeah. There's not many pictures, and that's the only real thing there is. So, yep. So they're looking for a book of spells, and they're doing a little bit of background information on Katrina. And her Puritan upbringing? Who knows? Now, whether... That's a bit of a dichotomy. Puritan and... And witchery. It is. It is is
0: weird. Because wasn't it the Puritans who created the witch trials? Well... You know... That's...
1: Apocryphal? I mean... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay. That didn't really happen the way we. I thought, know. They I know. will probably okay. do that.
0: They will. They will play that up. Right. Supposedly, Katrina's grandmother will probably know someone who performed as judge at the witch trials. Right. Le- leaving them <laughs> to course. a clue. Leaving them to because he held the witch trials to cover up the fact that he was a warlock who had who had a book of of, of bad spells that he right. was using the trials to hide and. Uh, Her grandmother found out and fell victim, and now they know they have clues to where the... the... Okay, yeah, I know how the show works now.
1: Right. Okay. (laughs) Exactly. We all know how it works. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So that's next week's show. I mean, there's not many spoilers. I would say spoiler alert, but there really aren't any. So, yeah. Um, Okay.
0: We covered last week's episode.
1: Yep. This week's episode. This week's episode. Next week's episode. No, next week's episode. (laughs) And
0: we've done our anachronisms. Plus our audience feedback.
1: Exactly. So I think are we are we done? That's it. Except for I do want to go out differently this week.
0: Before we go out, though, we have to talk to people how they can give us feedback.
1: Let's do that then. I'm okay. on the pain meds. Thank you. Yeah, you, you for are. You're forgetting things. Back on. You're slipping, Karen. So You're um, sleeping. get our get your feedback into us by Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern. Actually, do it earlier than that. Yeah, that'd be But it as early as possible.
0: Yes, because we. Try to Wednesday 6 p.m. That's when we start
1: Yeah, recording. do it by uh, Wednesday morning.
0: Yeah, Wednesday morning would be great. Yeah, Wednesday 6 p.m. is a little late for us.
1: Let's do Wednesday at 2 p.m.
0: Wednesday 2 p.m. is great.
1: Okay. So our deadline for feedback is Wednesday at 2 p.m. Let's amend that right now. Wednesday there's 2 p.m.
0: There's a phone number you can call to leave that feedback. Uh, that would be 304-837-2278. If you didn't get that, that's 304-837-2278. Uh, if you don't want to call us on the phone and leave a voicemail, you can go to com slash feedback, where you can leave a text. And I always feel weird saying leave a text, because it's basically just sending yeah, an email. Just type it, Just type an email to yeah. us. It's, you can do it through the webpage. Uh, or if you have a clip, like your anachronism that you want to share with us, you can do an audio file through there. And if you are still inclined to record your voice, but you don't want to use a phone, or your phone's down, or your phone's dead, or something like that got stolen, you can just do SpeakPipe, which is right there on the feedback page. You, You hit the record button, your laptop or your desktop's microphone will pick up your voice, record it for us, and send it off to us when you hit send.
1: Yep, it'll package it up all nice in a bow, and then I will edit it and pop it right into our podcast, just like I do with Justina's.
0: Yes, or Barb, who we didn't hear from this week.
1: That's right, but Barb wasn't sure whether i was still in the painting i think she was very tired from wrestling me out yes i think she was yeah
0: uh, you can find us on twitter we are at witnessprofgsm on twitter uh, i am at parish the thought on twitter
1: and i am at eleveria a l e v e r i a on twitter
0: Go out on Facebook, become a fan of Golden Spiral Media, become a fan of The Witness Prophecies, and interact with us in all of these ways, or whichever way you choose to do so.
1: Correct. So, you wanted the all singing and dancing episode of Sleepy Hollow, and now we are going to be the bookmarked all singing and dancing episode of Witness Prophecies. So, let's go out on our duet of Proud Mary. So okay. uh, we'll talk next week, right, Jamie?
0: Rolling, <laughs> rolling, rolling, rolling on the river. Until we next week.
1: Bye bye, guys. Next bye. up is Abby and Ichabod.
2: Lieutenant, you learn my shunting.
0: Mm, you now, song's
2: called Proud Mary, but you can do it. You just killed a Vitala and had a little rock and roll.
1: Yeah,
3: To a lot of tang down in New Orleans. That makes no sense. I never lost a minute. A minute
2: of sleep.
3: to I hitched a ride on the river, boat, queen. know that big wheels keep on turning.
2: Proud Mary keeps on.